0: In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commands and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once, when he was serving as priest in the division, his was turned before God. According to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then, when the whole assembly of people was praying outside at the hour of incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah because your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in spirit and power of Elijah to turn their hearts of fathers to their children, and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zachariah said to the angel, How shall I know this, for I am an old man and my wife has advanced in years. The angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled at their proper time meanwhile the people were waiting for zachariah and were amazed that he stayed for so long in the sanctuary but when he came out he was unable to speak to them and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary he was gesturing to them but remained near days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time his wife Elizabeth conceived and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he had seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. The Gospel of the Lord. to
1: you.
0: If we look at our scriptures today. Uh, we have this uh, great story in Luke's gospel. This is obviously the story of um, Zechariah, Elizabeth, and John the Baptist's conception, and how there's a lot of parallel there right between this story, Mary, Gabriel, Joseph, and Jesus. Uh, and there's obviously the difference here is this, um, uh, Zachariah is Zechariah is not trusting that it's possible. Um, and this is where, you know, as we all grow in our faith, um, God can do things that, humanly speaking, isn't possible, you know. Think about, you know, the miracles of the Eucharist, for example. You know, it doesn't make any sense, right, that a consecrated host would bleed or a chalice would be the, the precious body and blood of Christ. God makes it visible and known. like change my body, the bread and wine into my body and blood. And again, again, it goes back to even miracles. There's so many miracles throughout the world. I mean, you look at like Lourdes and Fatima and all of the proclaimed miracles that have occurred in these places, scientifically you know, proven that it, science is saying that there's no explanation other than something or someone intervened in a supernatural way. So, there's a lot of miracles that happen um, in people's lives throughout the world. Um, and we don't always understand all of that. But it's not always about us understanding everything. You know, like when I say, for example, God loves you. Or when a, when a family member says to someone, I love you. You know, if you question it to the point where you never really accept it. Because you're always wondering, yeah, really, proved it to me, prove to me, prove to me. And if I say, if someone says, if a husband says to his wife, I love you, or she says to him, I love you, or to your children, I love you, you really trust and believe what was said to you. You don't always understand it, but you believe it. Because why? Because it's coming from the heart of someone you're you're trusting. You're saying, I believe, I trust you. And then that relationship can begin to happen because trust is in place. Now, it's the same with God and with each of us. God says, I love you, I love you, I love you, and he sends his son Jesus into the world to say, I love you, I love you. Um, he, he walks among us, he forgives, he heals, he uh, dies on the cross, and he, he rises from the dead and sends to the Father, sends to the Holy Spirit, and he keeps saying, I love you, to us. Now again, it's really up to us to begin to trust all relationships are built on trust. At some point, God, if you're going to have any relationship with anyone, you have to trust them. You, can't, you just can't be super suspicious to the point where you never let the relationship begin. And so this is what God's asking. This is why for, you know, Advent, if you think of Advent, it's a time of preparing. We're preparing for the coming of the Lord. And it's not just Advent, we're remembering an event that happened way back. The birth of Jesus can happen within each of our souls. Um, daily, it should happen, right? Every day, we need to experience a new birth of God in our lives, and and that can happen if we open ourselves and surrender to His love for us, to His power, to His Spirit. I know in my life, um, I think about my own journey, in my own walk with the Lord, and you know, growing up, I you know went to mass church, didn't really have any sense of real understanding of anything, I'm kind of bored out of my mind at times, and not really wanting to go, and fighting my mom and dad about wearing jogging pants when I was supposed to wear nice clothes, and all these things, and being a server, and, um, and, and at the time, I, that was what I was, and I can't say, you know, I didn't feel peace, you know, I didn't understand it, I didn't want to choose it if it was my own um, ability at the time, but, but then I look at, you know, I I just continued to go, and then I, when I went to college, that's where I had an experience of God and Jesus, and, and I knew he was real then, for myself. It wasn't like I had to, like, you know, worry about is God real or not anymore. Like, I, you know, I had a major knee injury in my life that really made me think about, like, Suffer, you think a lot deeper about life questions, right? And um, just really asking hard questions. And God loves a challenge. God loves when we when we come to Him and challenge. You know, Lord, here's where I'm at. I don't really know if I believe. I don't understand. But my point is, is you know, I I went um, as I went to college, and I I remember um, going to this um, prayer group because somebody. peace. They had what I didn't have, and I wanted what they had. And I just remember, <coughs> I didn't know how to get what they had, but I had to trust them. And so I just trusted them, and I did some of the things they asked me to do. Or I kind of followed in their footsteps. And then I had my own experience with Jesus, um, and it was life-changing cha- for me. Um, and obviously, I went from engineering to be a priest for a reason. Does God touched my life and how do you explain that to someone I could say I could say to all of you what happened like oh, I had this experience of the Lord you could say yeah right yeah right but at some point you know you have to ask your own heart questions and we gotta all turn to the Lord and say you know Lord I want an experience of you see that's humility it's not just questioning it's like Lord okay please give me an experience of your love for me help me to, to see and experience your love for me And so Zechariah today, he doubted, um, which we all doubt. But it says he was rendered mute. Now some of us can see, well, God's punishing him. Well, in some sense, God is saying, I want you to experience how real I am, and that I am trustworthy. I am your Father. I love you. I made you. I created you. I want you to know how I can help you and lead you through life. And so, you know, Zachariah was rendered mute um, he wasn't able to speak until the time John the Baptist came around And so let's ask God today to be humble to trust him um, to maybe look around you know look at all the things look at all the good things sometimes we focus on all the bad in our lives look at all the good around you look at the many things the Sun's up you know it's a new day you know look at the people in your life sometimes we take these things for granted yourself to the possibility that God is visiting you through the people around you, that God is visiting you through a new day, a sunset, the people that love you, the people that are in your life, and ask the Lord to help us to hear, to trust, and to see His hand is at work um, in our lives. And so as we prepare, let's let God surprise us, let's open ourselves this beautiful gift of Christmas love that God comes to give us um, in a few weeks here.